In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you shut up, man? Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Sammy Sage. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And if you're just tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your daily rundown of all the crazy shit happening in the news brought to you by your two funniest friends. Which is us. How are you doing, Brian? Good, good. I was just looking at, because uh, Sammy Sage is a, such a good, like, quick name. And I realize I always try and say my name so fast because it's so many syllables. <laughs> like, I'm I, Sammy Sage. I'm like, I'm Brian <laughs> I think you have, like, a good, you have a strong name because even yeah. though it is many, you know, it has a ring. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, how was your weekend? It was lovely. I went to vote mm-hmm. yesterday afternoon. Nice. I've done it and I feel like a strong sense of relief. It's hard to believe that like after we've been talking about this fucking asshole for four years all day. We've been stressed about it. We've been texting about it. We've been like, it's hard to believe that all of that culminated in me just like standing in line for an hour and a half and uh, <laughs> and then filling in a bubble. But like as I was doing it, I was like, fuck, yes. Joseph Bar Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I was was it cathartic? Do you feel some catharsis? I did. I did feel some catharsis. Um mm-hmm. what are you like what are you planning? What's your vote plan? So I'm still so I am at I'm gonna vote early. I'm going to wake up super early on Friday morning because I know that like there was like everyone there was long lines and I think everyone's just very excited to vote. Mm-hmm. Like how long did you wait in line? About like an hour 15, an hour and a half. I think the mm-hmm. whole thing took about an hour and a half, um, like the including the voting part. Um, but I met a SUP fan on the line. She was listening to the SUP from Friday as she like, she's like, hi, are you Sammy? And she was listening to the SUP. Whoa, and I was meta. just like, this is amazing. Like we're bringing, <laughs> we're bringing the voters to the polls yeah. quite literally. Mm-hmm. So no, shout so, out, shout yeah. out to her handle is Ariana Zagrande. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I, cause I was listening to an, uh, uh, NPR politics podcast episode where the guy was saying how it's like when people get excited for like the midnight showing of star Wars or Harry Potter or whatever big thing. And you try and get in line really quickly and really long. And, and like, so everyone, you can't get a ticket. And then as the days go by, you can get a ticket and you don't have to wait in a line. So I was just like, okay, maybe if I go a little later, I'll be, I won't, I can just be in and out of there. So that, um, I will keep everyone updated. I think you're right about that. I also think secretly, I think most people think, oh, if I go first thing in the morning, no one will be there. I actually think everybody goes first thing in the morning. (laughs) And I think most people don't go like an hour before the polls are going to close because if you do get in line, like I got in line at like 3.15, 3.30, like something like that. And the polls were closing at four and they were like, if you get in line now before four, you will definitely get to vote. And the line 
was like it was they said this was the shortest it had been also like i highly recommend bringing a friend or like a companion of some sort and then have them go get some to-go drinks from from a nearby establishment <laughs> which is what we did and like i'm on the line and i'm like oh i'm like a little tipsy yeah there you go and you know what i was also thinking is that it's the first day these poll workers are also figuring out what the f they're doing you know what i mean like because i remember i i early voted for the primary i mean i didn't early vote for the primaries but i was very early on primary day like i was there at like 6 30 like and yeah. they were like oh, i have to like put up my dividers and my folders you know what i mean they're like where's yeah. that paper you know it's, like i will say it's not like the most efficient process i could imagine like there's a little bit of like crisscrossing like you're walking over here to give your name and then you're printing your ballot and then you're going over here to mm-hmm. fill it out and then you're going over here to like feed it into the machine so i don't i imagine there has to be a better way but at least we know that there are handmarked paper ballots like as a backup in the machines yeah, which is true. critical mm-hmm. i really filled that bubble in <laughs> I was like, haven't been perfect. So, yeah, I yeah. haven't been so excited to fill out a Scantron since like yeah. ever, never. Oh, I've been practicing my color coloring all quarantine, so I'm really good they, at singing the lines now. They also <laughs> gave you a pen, and the pen is part stylus. And Ooh. like, this is a. I mean, that's at least in New York City. But look at this pen. I Sell did get pen. one of those. I forgot about that because then you don't have to touch anything. Exactly. It's safety and a souvenir mm-hmm. altogether. <laughs> hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click gift mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. 
Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. All right. Should we get into the news? Yes. Okay. So today we have some bad news. Surprise. Today, the Senate is voting to confirm President Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. This comes eight days before the election that he is widely believed to lose. And obviously, this was not without some drama from the Collins constituency in the Senate, (laughs) because yesterday there was a procedural vote to move the nomination forward so that there could even be like an official vote on it. Every Democrat plus Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski voted to stop the nomination. That is what it looks like when they stand by their values. Um, And but however, Murkowski said she will still vote in the new vote to confirm Barrett. Um, because she doesn't want to hold the flawed process against her. And then Collins has vowed to vote against the confirmation. I can't believe, I can't imagine that has anything to do with the extent to which Sarah Gideon is ahead in Maine. I mean, what do you think? this is, I mean, these are two completely political moves. There's no, va- there's no values behind either of them. Um, we know that Collins has vowed to vote against the confirmation because she saw what happened after she voted to confirm Brett Kavanaugh and it basically put, like a nail, like the last nail in her coffin uh, in this primary. And, you know, she knows that he's gonna, I'm sure Mitch McConnell was like, yeah, do that because he knows that they're, they're going to be able to confirm her with or without Susan Collins' vote at this point. Do you think this is going to help her? Like, no, I think it's too late. It's too little too late. Like, it's very much like we've seen your antics for the past four plus years. Let's just say four. Um, we've seen your antics. We know how you like pretend to like agonize over every vote. Like, I just don't think that like her making this vote that will not actually change anything is gonna is going to like win her back anybody. Also, it's like with Lisa Murkowski, it's like um, you know, don't you realize? Don't you don't you see what just happened to your colleague? Your colleague is probably about to lose her job because of what you are about to do. And the fact that you are trying to had tried to save face, it's almost worse that she said she wasn't going to vote like on like with like when like when they when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, people were like, "What's Murkowski going to do?" And she's like, "I will not vote to confirm whoever." Like, I think the next president should do it. And then she's like, and then to have this like moral thing where she's like, "Well, I didn't vote to advance it." It's like, bitch. We know what you're doing. Like, we're not stupid. Like, you, also, you think we're stupid? Like, well, we who are watching it up close, like, see mm-hmm. what she's doing. But I think that, like, I don't even see how she gets the benefit of that action because most people have no clue that there's a procedural vote before the actual yeah. vote. Most people don't care. No one considers that to be taking a stand because ultimately she's still going to get confirmed. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, like, there is a little bit of a this is like a Hail Mary for the Republicans. It's a very effective Hail Mary. And we'll play a clip of Mitch McConnell kind of speaking about that. But this is like the last ditch effort. This is like their last play for minority rule. Because Mitch McConnell, I think, believes that they're not going to win. And they might lose this and they might lose the Senate as well. So we'll see. Um, should we play that clip of 
McConnell mm-hmm. talking about his last his last dying grip on minority rule. Something to really be proud of and to feel good about. We made an important contribution to the future of this country. A lot of what we've done over the last four years will be undone sooner or later by the next election. They won't be able to do much about this for a long time to come. Uh, it sort of sounded like he predicted that they were going to lose. That, that does know? sound exactly like what he said. <laughs> He's just like, exactly. He's like, we got to get this woman in. We will get her in. Um, mm-hmm. As they're sort of like, it's almost like a fail safe because he knows that the that expanding the court is going to cost the Democrats a lot of political will and political capital that they're not going to then be able to use for something like Medicare for all or like, I don't know, whatever it is, they, you know, the Green New Deal. So he knows that like that's he's adding a huge, very, very difficult battle to the to the Democratic plate. Or as he would call it, the Democrat plate. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just like eager to see what happens at this point. I'm very anxious about the election. I'm just like, want to know. I'm like over not knowing what's going to happen. Well, the, the positive thing that I'm seeing is that like, I feel like every day I see a new headline about like, about which group is going to swing the election Biden's way. One day it's millennials. One day it's seniors. One day it's mm-hmm. Texans. Like, mm-hmm. and there's, and it just seems like there's so many options that that Biden has to pick up votes, whereas Trump mm-hmm. doesn't have as many options. He just kind of has like the people who would go to his rallies still amidst yeah. a pandemic. Like that's not a huge group of people. And then he has the Russians. But Putin also said yesterday something that he doesn't think that Hunter Biden did anything wrong, which was just like mm-hmm. another piece. Well, of and also there like isn't isn't Facebook supposed to be stopping political ads like the the week before the election? And was it the week or the day? I don't remember. I'm not sure exactly, but they did say that they have some like fail safes. Um, yeah. That are. I also. Yeah. yeah. And I think people are more uh, attuned to propaganda. Mostly. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Democrats are pretty mad about this victory because it is giving conservatives a 6 3 majority on the court that could impact issues from Affordable Care Act to disputes over the 2020 election for, I mean, we don't know how the election will play out. Hopefully it won't need to go to the courts, but there, the Supreme court is supposed to bring up a case about the Affordable Care Act on November 10th. So that is pretty soon. Um, Democrats have basically been using their time this morning. They tried to kind of like stage a protest on the Senate floor. Let's listen to Senator Elizabeth Warren because we deserve a treat. The Senate has no business taking up a vote on a Supreme Court justice who is already committed to take away health care for millions of people and to take away Roe versus Wade and its protection from millions of women. Uh, we may not have the votes to stop them, but that does not change the fact that what the Senate Republicans are doing is wrong. We will continue to fight it. We will fight it now in the Senate, and we will fight it come Election Day, November 3rd. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's all they, they they can do at this point. They have they don't have the votes to stop it, but um, maybe we'll have a Senate Majority Leader Elizabeth Warren, uh, come January. Lovely. Right, that would be lovely. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they they definitely are going to need to 
start talking about court expansion. Although maybe I shouldn't even say this before the election. Although we're all liberals here, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, Biden had a good answer to that on 60, 60 Minutes about how he would get like a nonpartisan coalition of people who understand the law and the judicial system to come up with recommendations on how to have a more fair and balanced court. So moving to coronavirus, over the weekend, there was yet another White House COVID outbreak as the U.S. hit its highest seven-day case average since the pandemic began. So more than 225,000 Americans have now died from the virus. Um, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows outright said yesterday, we are not going to control the pandemic. Um, Pandemic. (laughs) Which is pandemic, (laughs) which is like a really great, you know, closing argument uh, for the Trump campaign. It's like, oh, we're just not going to do anything about it. Well, it's like Trump at the at the debate saying we are living with it. We are learning to live with it. Meanwhile, we are having the highest number of cases um, ever since we've had the pandemic. Um, you know, you in Utah right now, they are rationing care. The hospitals and ICUs are, are full. I actually know like multiple people who have been diagnosed or been sick or who have died in the past week from coronavirus, like friends of like, like wow. friends of like friends, fathers. Too, wow you know i'm sorry yeah it's like it's so it's it's getting it's like not going away <laughs> it's not well, under what's control. crazy is that like regardless of if biden wins like we know that right now the pandemic is like at its height and we know that definitely for the next three months because that's who's is technically president there will be nothing done about it so mm-hmm. just think about all the people who are gonna like die or experience lifelong health effects simply because of the next three months because they're just like too lazy to do anything and like tell me how when the chief of staff goes on tv and makes that statement that they're not like accountable for the next three months in terms of like negligent homicide Mm -hmm. like how are how is that not their fault when they're telling you we are not doing anything about it yeah and you know it's that and it's also it's like i have friends and family members who don't take things as seriously because of these people. Like I want to be able to, I want to be able to spend like the holidays, like Thanksgiving and Christmas with my family. But because of these people not taking it seriously, they might, people are not taking it seriously. They are not isolating for two weeks before going somewhere. Like if it was up to me, I would be like, I want to have, like, I will, I will have dinner with you. I will celebrate Christmas with you. But we are we have to be isolating for two weeks leading up to it. But that is not possible with these people spreading this disinformation. Right. The truth is, like, it does drive a wedge between families, which, you know, is like, don't make me go into the psychology of Trump loving the idea of separating families at any cost. <laughs> like, even the families not at the border are still separated because, like, we can't be together. Like, yeah. I that I feel that way too. Like I have family members who I'm like, no, I'm not going to see you because you're not careful and I will not be indoors mm-hmm. with you, certainly. And don't touch me. And yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, I'm sorry that you can't be trusted because I saw yeah. you attend an indoor wedding. Like, I and know. you get tested after. And you like, mm-hmm. it's just, and if you're, attend- if you're willing to attend an indoor wedding, like, what aren't you willing to do? Yeah. Like, what will you say no to? Yeah, I know. Um, so they are, you know, that's basically their closing message on the election. It's not happening. The, the news won't stop talking about it. Instead, 
Um, Mark Meadows said the administration would focus on vaccines and treatments. More on this, Dr. Fauci also said this weekend that while a vaccine could be on its way to distribution by the end of the year, most people won't receive it until deep into next year. Um, tens of thousands of people will still die while we wait for the vaccinations. Um, and, you know, we probably, I heard someone, a scientist say that we'll probably be wearing masks into 2022, even with vaccines. Uh, right, I could see it. And meanwhile, at least five of Vice President Mike Pence's aides have tested positive for COVID-19. This includes his chief of staff and personal body man, both of whom accompany him throughout the day. And as of right now, it appears Pence will not observe CDC guidelines to self-isolate, of course, because why would he? You know, they don't take anything, don't do anything responsibly. Um, and the White House has tried to urge the medical team to keep the team's diagnoses private. Because, uh, you know, that's not the closing message that they want. They wanted to pretend it's not happening. Not that our vice president may have it and is refusing to isolate. Well, they tested negative this morning, the Pence's. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Like, he has... Well, I don't know, a few yeah. days. Well, Imagine like, if, know. like, on Monday, or, I don't know, you, like, you find out Pence has COVID. I mean, I don't, I think that they would do everything and every, all that they could to, to say that it's not happening. He doesn't have it. Unless it's, like, very apparent. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just close this out with, like, a little bit more of... The election, we've kind of been touching on it throughout this episode, but there are eight days left until the U.S. presidential election, and already more people have voted this year than did during all pre-election voting in 2016. So already 58.7 million ballots have been cast between mail and early votes. That is as of this morning, uh, Monday morning. 80 million Americans had requested absentee ballots, and Biden maintains his fundraising edge over Donald Trump, including in critical swing states, because he hired a grifter who stole all his money. Trump. <laughs> um, it's really uh, the numbers that we are seeing are really amazing. Um, it's going to be an unprecedented, record-breaking election in terms of voter turnout and ballots being counted. It's really crazy. Even the Texas numbers are like giving me. I don't even want to talk about it because. Uh-huh. Well, and they have, so they have like a lot of like uh, results of like who's voting too, who's voting early and it's young people. It's Democrats. It's, it's also and, and old it's independents, people. And it's old. It's everyone. It's like the coalition is like so broad. Well, I was thinking of like all everyone since the past four years and especially since 2018, like, like if you look at Stacey Abrams in Georgia and Beto O'Rourke in Texas this is all they, they, they've been doing for the past years, like is trying to register voters and get them out to vote. People are doing it. And it's really amazing. It's really amazing seeing the numbers out of Texas and like Georgia. It's it really is. Wild. It's like, it's actually very encouraging that people are so much more engaged, even if it's just because like they <laughs> don't want to deal with this anymore. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hopefully it will start a habit for people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Everyone who's listening, just think of how you felt the day after in 2016 and just do everything and anything you can to not feel that way. (laughs) Please. Oh, man. For all of us, for the collective mental health of everyone. Think about how we can get our lives back. Mm hmm. You know, I know that would be amazing. All right. On that note, until the return Mm -hmm. of democracy. 
I'm Sammy Sage. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this has been the Betches Up Podcast. The Betches Sup Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. Betches.